Show me something. Hello and welcome back to the Show Me Something podcast. I'm Will. I'm Trevor. And I'm Jacob. And this week I showed the boys season one of Fargo, the FX anthology series that started airing in 2014. Yes. I want to say. Um, created by Noah Hawley who has also uh, done the FX show Legion. It's kind of a weird, like, X-Men spinoff type deal, um, which... Wasn't there a superhero, doc- like, documentary movie about uh, that was also called Legion? Or was that called something no else? Chronicle? Oh, Chronicle's what I'm thinking of, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Chronicle's also good. Um, yeah, it came out in uh, 2014. It is It is an anthology series. There are four seasons, the fourth of which is currently airing. Um, it is loosely an adaptation of the 1996 Coen Brothers film of the same name. Um, so what's up, boys? How are we doing? Any housekeeping? I don't think so. No, I think I'm all good on housekeeping. What about you, Trev? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm just, yep. <laughs> right I'm on. still just cool. me. Yeah. Oh, Sweet. you had a story though, Will, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I was a little bit late to our record, which isn't uh, out of the ordinary. I'm usually the last <laughs> one to pump in. But uh, I did have a gener- like a sort of an excuse today. I was coming in, setting my stuff up, and uh, all of a sudden our door, our front door opened um, and closed. Uh, and so I walked over to the door uh, and said hello. And uh, a lady was standing at the bottom of our stairs with a cat in her hands. Um, and she said, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm here for the Airbnb. And I said, no, this is not an Airbnb. Uh, <laughs> this is our apartment. And she said, oh, I'm so I'm so sorry. Uh, I was told the door would be open and the door downstairs is locked. And I said, yep, sorry about that. I can't help you. Uh, we live here. Uh, she <laughs> we said, live okay. here. <laughs> she said, okay, bye. And she left. Uh, I do live on a second floor apartment. Uh, the downstairs is an Airbnb. Uh, so clearly there was a miscommunication between my landlady and this woman and her cat. Uh, but yeah, so that was a weird one. Uh, that's why I always keep the door locked. <laughs> yeah. Um, could have been weird if she came all the way up the stairs and saw us just chilling. Uh, also Maestro probably would not have been pleased. Um, yeah, that was a weird one. I also do have some, uh, quick housekeeping as the resident, uh, console boy of the pod. I do feel <laughs> the need to, uh, re- represent my uh, undervalued associates uh, i did manage to secure a ps5 on launch day nice uh supposed to come in tomorrow hopefully probably realistically be middle of the week but uh shout out to all my console people of which there are probably none who listen to this you never I'm, know i'm outnumbered by a bunch of fucking pc boys so hell yeah i get i get ruthlessly and relentlessly shamed for playing on a console but it's not that i got a rep you do you, you know? i got a rep you know i got a rep yeah. um cool so uh, I guess we could jump right in. Uh, Trevor, what did you think? So I did like this. It was good. It was, it was good. Uh, Martin Freeman is great in this. So it, Billy Bob Thornton's acting, I feel like, wavers throughout the whole thing. But overall, it's good. I feel like there's certain scenes where I think he's trying to be the weird guy, and it's just coming off as bad acting. But regardless... Overall, I did enjoy the whole thing. Uh, it did keep me on my toes, especially with the thing about it being a true story, which we'll talk about in the spoiler section. Um, yeah, overall, 
I mean, I don't really have that much to say in the non-spoiler zone other than I liked it. And what did I give it? I had I wrote my rating down. Uh, eight and a half out of ten. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I would probably watch this again if I had somebody else to show it to. Uh, yeah. Cool. Good time. Right on. Dope. Um, yeah, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was fucking awesome. <laughs> um, the show was so fucking good. And I thought every single actor did a fantastic job. I thought Billy Bob Thornton was great. I loved to, like, be afraid of his character. He was so menacing. And every scene that he was in, I was tense as shit. Like, he was a scary motherfucker. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was. And there were so many characters that I loved. I cried during the show. Like, I feel like any show that is able to move me like that, like Game of Thrones was one of them when there was really sad and, like, uh, parts that I didn't see coming and stuff like that. I would cry sometimes during that. This is one of those shows where I was like, holy shit. (laughs) I was like, man, I'm feeling right now. Um, And we'll get into, I'll I'll let you guys know, like, when those moments were, like, when we dig into the uh, spoilerino zone. But yeah, man, I I loved it. I thought it was so good. And it's funny, too, because like at first when I was watching the first two episodes, it was like uh, a little bit after you guys were texting me like a week ago and Trevor was like, oh, I already finished. And I was like, I don't know when the fuck I'm going to watch this show. <laughs> and like because I because my job schedule just changed again to now what it should be yeah. going forward. But I'm waking up super early, so I'm going to bed super early. Um and like I had watched two episodes, and I had like kind of forced myself to watch them, so it like didn't. I wasn't in a good like mindset. Um, I feel like, and I was like kind of bummed that I had to watch like an hour long drama series. But holy shit, dude! After that first watch, like when it, when I was watching the rest of the episodes, like three and on, dude, so good. And I love that it keeps with the vibe of like the movie because I love the movie so much. And it has, yeah. like, such a similar feeling. Like, they really did an excellent job, like, the showrunners and everything, of keeping with that vibe but not making it feel like they're straight up copying it. You know, it still yeah. feels like it's its own entity, which I really I really enjoy. Um, but, yeah, dude, I loved it. I'd probably give it, like... I'm, I was, like, really close to giving it a 10, but there's, like, one scene that I didn't like. So I'm, like, I'm like a 9.5, <laughs> 9. 9.75. I'm, like, super close to a 10 out of 10. Damn. Ooh. All right. And, I, and we'll talk yeah. about the one scene that I, that I felt should have been different. But, yeah. So yeah. thank you, Will, awesome. for, for showing this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Fuck this yeah. was for a sure. good time. Yeah. I had a feeling, I mean, based on, you know, obviously we know each other pretty well and our sensibilities – oftentimes diverge as the podcast listeners will know but i think that we all have a kind of a common ground that can be found and while it may be a little bit more rare based on what we've discussed on the pod um there's obviously a ton of stuff that we've all are familiar with yeah um that we love so yeah i'm really glad you guys liked it i uh, agree i think it's a wonderful show um the cast is incredible uh, i also am a huge fan of the movie and uh, I watched it as it came out. I've been watching, you know, I've, I saw it originally as it aired um, because I was very excited to see an adaptation, you know, cautiously optimistic but skeptical because how could you possibly yeah. adapt uh, a movie so impactful as Fargo and make it worthwhile? Uh, I think Hawley and his writing staff did an amazing job at, like Cobb mentioned, keeping it kind of distinct and unique but still has a ton of echoes and i mean there are articles and youtube videos that you can watch there are so many parallels to the movie that are just like really like 
they're Easter eggs essentially. Because yeah. if you, I mean, they're even if you've seen the movie, sometimes they're hard to notice. Um, but yeah, I I love it. I I think Allison Tolman. Oh, sorry, Trev, go ahead. No, just real quick, I want to throw out. I never saw the movie. I've, oh yeah, I've never seen the movie. You've never seen so, the movie. Yeah, you should you should watch it. I think you you would dig it, especially after watching the the first season. Yeah, it's a great um, movie. Yeah, it's, it's a, really good. It obviously stands on its own, but just kind of like throwing it out as like this is my opinion as someone who has never seen the movie. Buscemi's <laughs> great in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible, and so is uh fucking William H Macy mm-hmm. and yep. Francis McDormand. You know, they're they're all so good. Um, yep. That's a really good movie too. Yeah, uh, it's it's amazing. I think. The cast is incredible. I don't think there's a weak link. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very deep cast, like much deeper than it looks to be in the first two episodes. Yeah. Uh, I, I like how they are able to constantly introduce new characters and still somehow not make it feel bloated. Uh, it's an incredibly well-balanced show, despite having multiple plot lines throughout. Um, there are. It's dark. Yeah, and there's, it's there's dark. also plot lines that like will finish... like. Like earlier in the show, like there there'll, yeah. there'll be like a couple episode arc like in the middle, like with the supermarket yeah. guy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, yeah, it's worth mentioning. Um, I will say for anyone who is curious, uh, it's incredibly dark. There are some scenes of some real grisly violence. Uh, it's definitely not for everyone. It's very much a black comedy. You know, like it's yeah, it's so nihilistic. Um, but there's also an incredible level of warmth, I think, in certain characters. Gus and Molly, mm-hmm. obviously, specifically. Oh, um, my God. Love them. Yeah. So I would definitely recommend it. Uh, I'm with Cobb. I, I don't think it's a perfect show, but I think it's one of the best shows of the last decade easily. Um, and it's a it's a solid nine and a half for me. Uh, before we jump into spoilers, we have a few lists that we can run oh, through. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but also, before that, which I just thought of uh, during y- both of your review sections, would you watch the second season? Yeah, for sure. Prob- yeah, I think so. Okay. And yeah. when I was looking it up okay. on IMDb, like uh, two of the top-rated episodes are from the second season, so it makes me want to watch it even more. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> actually. Um, yeah, I definitely also would probably like. I, I think I'll watch the second season at some point. I, I did really enjoy this, and I do kind of like anthologies where, yeah, like it's it's not necessarily. I like a continuing story. Like that's my favorite thing. Mm. But I also love the fact that we're getting something different. Like this story has yeah. finished, and yeah. I, more than I like a continuing story is a story that actually finishes. So yeah. Yeah. My I'm only, excited to um, see like, another um, finished story. Basically, yeah. yeah. My only thing with anthologies, though, is that they can be so hit or miss. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, you can have like like fantastic episodes or seasons, depending on how the anthology works, and then other ones that are like incredibly forgettable. Like, yeah. like in the original Twilight Zone, there's like so many like really fantastic episodes, and then there's ones that people just have no idea, like don't <laughs> even talk about. <laughs> just so yeah. forgettable, you know. Yeah, I will say, um, having seen everything, I'm a little bit behind on the newest season that's currently airing, but I've seen, obviously, season two and three. Um, do you? Do either of you know what season two is about? No. Nope. Mm-mm. Don't want to okay. know. I want to so, find out. <laughs> oh, okay. I won't say it then. Sorry. Um, I, like, I, I just wanted to throw that. I can, I can mute myself if you want me no, to. No, I kind of want to go in surprised as well. That's yeah. Okay, cool. That's – never mind. Um cool all right so uh let's jump into no that's fine but i just i want to make sure like i don't want to know i want to just listen i'm king of i'm king of spoilers i completely respect your stance um 
definitely watch season two. I'll just say that season three right is a little hit or miss for me, but season two is wonderful. Um, amazing cast. Uh, shout out to Mike Milligan. Uh, anyway, so uh, as the resident list king, I do of course have a few lists uh, that I would like to hear. Um, who were your favorite ancillary characters? And that is ancillary in terms of excluding Lester, Lauren Malvo, Gus, and Molly. So outside of those four, who were yeah. your favorite characters? You want to go, uh, Shiv? Yeah, I'll go ahead and go. Easy number one, Molly's dad. He Fuck is yeah. he is great. He's a great character. He's a great dude. He's he's badass without being a badass, if that makes sense. Trevor, that's gonna yeah. be you when you're older, when you're a grandpa. Dude, I would hope so. I wanna be that. I want to be him when I get old. Like he's he's yeah. really cool. He's got his diner, which is dope. But and like his whole like backstory and everything. It's just yeah, he was easily my favorite character. Every time he was on screen, I don't remember who who plays him. I'm not sure. Oh, whoever plays him does a great job, and I feel like I've seen him in All something right. else. I'm sorry. I season two is about him as a. As a as a as an adult, a young adult. That's all I'll say. <laughs> what the fuck? He's the main what character. The heck, man? He's the main. I can't. I can't. That's too perfect, dude. It makes it. it you have been, to watch it even more. Imagine now. my mind blow if I w- went into it not I knowing can't, that. I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I'm not funny. But he's I'm in not it. watching it now. I'm not watching. <laughs> it. I'm gonna watch it for sure. <laughs> no, even I'm just more. kidding. I'm definitely gonna watch it. <laughs> I just wanted to make Will feel bad, Jake. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. I do feel bad, but I like that's so. It's that's a that's perfect funny. setup. Like I can't even script that. That that would be sorry, audience. <laughs> yeah, sorry uh, guys. It's okay. Uh, and then Key and Peele's characters, I did really enjoy Pepper them. and Budge. Yeah. They felt a little out of place at first, if that makes sense. Just because, you know, it's key. Like, everyone else, I feel like you can get them into the characters. And then it's like, yeah, that's Key and Peele. What are Key and Peele doing yeah. outside of that building? <laughs> like, like yeah. it's, it was a little out of place. But they were really good characters. And I did enjoy their, their plot line and everything. And then I didn't really have... I guess those would be my two and three. Because I didn't okay, really have right another yeah. third one. Like... Oh, yeah, everyone is really great in their own ways, I guess, you know? It's just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, right cool. on, dude. Uh, my list also starts with Molly's dad. Hell just yeah, dude. Dude wow. is... He's so great, man. I he's amazing. loved him so much. Every time he was on screen, he's such a, like, good guy, you know? Yeah. Like, throughout all this craziness... He's just a he's a dad that owns a freaking diner, a little coffee yeah. shop, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and he also has backstory, which is nice too. You get a little bit of it in this, and I guess we'll get to see it in season two. I guess <laughs> um, we will. Freaking. Um, but like the stuff that he does for his family is really great, which we'll get into in the spoiler zone. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so he's number one. He was the easy number one when when you gave me the stipulation of not including the other people. Um, mm-hmm. And then number two was the, I don't know what his name is. I think on IMDb it said Mr. Hammer or something like that. But the Mr. Wrench. Uh, Mr. Wrench. Mr. Wrench, yeah. The the deaf assassin guy. Oh, yeah. yeah he's he was cool. great. He was great. It was, Amazing. that's such an, um, an interesting twist on, on just an assassin drone is to yeah. make him like a character that one, like throughout it, we see him like 
have like actual emotion towards his uh, partner and things that they're doing and, and have having like feelings of like of worth and not being heard. Um, and then also just him having like this disability of being deaf and like seeing two actors like actually sign to each other in yeah. uh, in a TV show. I feel like you just don't see it very often. Um, and then number three was, oh, also because he had awesome uh, fucking facial hair. His, his lamb chops were sick. His Those chops were great. Great. <laughs> Also <laughs> amazing jacket. His jacket yeah, was Yeah, all oh, the, yeah. the jacket was great. The tassel um, jacket, yeah. And then number three... Um, well, I, I also don't want to leave out with the, the, the his, his assassin partner was good too, but Mr. Uh, Numbers. Yeah, but not as good as the other guy. But then number three is the pairing of Key and Peele. I, I just, I thought they were great. Um, yeah. I, I definitely understand where you're coming from, Trev. And I felt that at first when they were there, yeah. um, when you kind of first see him in that first scene, but, uh, I like the path that they take those characters Yeah, and I feel like they're still unique in the show um even though it's like every time you see those two guys together just because they are a comedy duo you know it's like hard to at first be immersed but um but they were still great uh and then a little bit of honorable mentions uh bob odenkirk um at first i was really uh like pissed off at his character (laughs) i was so frustrated but uh towards the end uh you really like feel at least i really felt for him Mm -hmm. um and then uh, the other honorable mention is the other chief in the beginning. He was yeah, good. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just kind of easy um, to forget him because he is around for such. He's a great character, but he's gone so fast. Wait, yeah. that's a spoiler. That's <laughs> no, you didn't say anything, brother. Uh, yeah. I will. Actually, I got a real quick run back on my third favorite character. I just realized. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Gus's daughter. Yeah, she's yeah. really good too. I wanted to honorable uh, mention her as well, but I felt like I had yeah. too many. <laughs> like I was thinking about while you were going through your list, I was thinking about my favorite moments with Molly's dad. Yeah. And yeah. one of the things that really cemented it was him sitting on the front porch with the shotgun because he knows shit can go down. And then yeah. her coming out there with we're the starting BB to gun. step into spoilerinos. Ah, <laughs> uh, a little bit, but whatever. Regardless, it's her, vague. It's her- vague enough. Their interactions with each other. I mean, you can so believe that, I guess, if you feel like it's too much. No, it's but, fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah, their interaction, like Molly's dad and Gus's daughter, I can't remember their names, uh, with each other. It was such great interactions. Yeah. And I don't yeah, know. I loved it. So, yeah, felt, she, felt real. she becomes my third favorite character. There we go. Yeah. Word. Um, so for me... Number one is Mr. Numbers and Mr. Wrench together. It's it's really hard for me to separate them because while they do, of course, have moments by themselves, they're just such an amazing uh, dynamic pair. Yeah. Um, every single scene they have is wonderful. I love their first scene. Uh, they're introduced in the second episode. They get like kind of the cold open, essentially. Uh, it's really great. Um, number two... I would honestly, I would probably say Bill, uh, the sheriff who replaces Vern, uh, just because he is so incredibly frustrating, but he's also really funny. Um, and just like his, his utter, uh, refusal to take all the information that Molly has gathered and like, just look at it logically is like impressive. It's impressive how stubborn he is about it. Um, and then number three, I mean, I could go with Lou, Molly's dad. I could go with Key and Peele. Lou, uh, it's Lou. kind of a toss-up. Honestly, the, the characters are all so great. Um, I don't 
I don't. It, I have a, a hard time. Uh, m- yeah, making a list. I was also going to say honorable mention for Vern. I think it's really uh, the, Vern, the sheriff, the original sheriff. It's really mm-hmm. incredible how much he does in uh, the time that he has. Um, he's so warm and thoughtful, and like evidently good at his job, and is also like a great husband. Like, there's yeah. like a lot of really wonderful scenes with him. Um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll talk about it a bit more in the spoiler zone. But he's he was phenomenal, and I I, I wish he was in the show more than he is. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, that's list one. List two. Uh, briefly, much less structured than that one. Uh, favorite detective and or cop shows. Um, yeah. Go do either of you wanna wanna grab one first? <laughs> Sure. I basically can only think of one. I have another one that I saw a little bit of that was pretty all right. Uh, my number one and favorite is Psych. I absolutely love that show. I have seen it all the way through at least twice. It's, oh, it's just hilarious. And I'm sorry, yeah. what show did you say? You broke up a little bit. <laughs> oh, sorry. Psych. Oh, it's like I was I just was gonna like, nod along. I was, and let I was him gonna do it. try to. I was gonna try to piece it together, and I was like, "All right, he's not saying much." Sorry, <laughs> yeah, uh, for some funny. reason, my connection, I guess, isn't super great today because you guys have been fine on my end, but I guess my outgoing is yeah. not doing great. I've heard so, good so, things uh, about Psych. My college roommate loves it, and Riss loves it. Yeah, I haven't Pick seen up, it. Have you seen? Okay, well, maybe. Uh, <laughs> that's a long. That's a twenty upper. That's a twenty upper. You're gonna though, show us that, sure. isn't that just like it's just a fucking like USA or like TVS drama, isn't it? Yeah, but it's one of my. It's not even a drama. It's a comedy. Oh, comedy, <laughs> comedy drama. Don't show don't it to me after this one because I might <laughs> shit on it. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing compared to this. I'm not like, but like it's a totally different vibe. But Sean and Gus are great in that show, dude. I all I show. can think of it is just like vanilla like billboards and like seeing it just like at a dentist office. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> no, it's so good. Will it's, left. <laughs> uh, he's gone. Oh. But no, I but believe I you, because I think my sister was watching it for a long time, too. Mm-hmm. Me and my mom watched the whole thing through and through a long time yeah. ago. Uh, and then I see it sporadically on TV every now and then. Like, different channels have picked it up on syndication and whatnot. But, mm-hmm. great show. Uh, the other one, I can only one I could think of. I'm sure maybe you guys going through your list will remind me of other shows that I liked. But the only other show I could think of was Lie to Me. And I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. It's about uh, the guy that played man. Abomination mm-hmm. in one of the Hulk movies. That means uh, Tim Tim Roth. <laughs> Is that his name? Tim Roth. Yeah. Really? Maybe. Holy yeah. Shit. He stars in it, and he's like. This British dude who is basically a human lie detector. Like, he reads the facial figure. figure the... <laughs> classic. Gosh. Um, That's fucking classic cable right there. <laughs> yeah, he reads facial features and whatnot. I can and, like, tell. Ex- and stuff. <laughs> and he solves. Cr- Wait. Did I just think of another show? I solve crimes. <laughs> oh, I guess Sherlock, actually. Oh, I've heard real good things about that. With uh, Benedict Cumberbunch. Um, <laughs> Say Cumberbatch? <laughs> yeah, I said and Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, Sherlock was really good. Actually, I put that above Lie to Me. Aren't they uh, like super long episodes, too? They're like hour and a half long. Oh, very long. Yeah. But it's a great yeah. show. They're like it was, they're I, three episode 
seasons. They do it weird over yeah. there in England. The I, I heard it yeah. fell off real hard at one point, but yeah, after, I don't want to get too I spoilery. I know the spoiler, but I don't want to. <laughs> after yeah. one of the seasons was over and like some stuff, like big stuff happened that they feel like they were like winding back. I was like, all right, I don't really care anymore. Yeah, well, yeah, that was fine. Oh, and then I guess I Zombie. I just thought of another one. I Zombie was all right. Jeez. Season season one was pretty good. Screw lie to me. Get rid of that one. Dang, Psych, Sherlock Eli Roth. Eh, I didn't watch Tim that much Roth. of it. I just. Oh, sorry, Tim Roth. That yeah, one so makes Psych, me less happy. Sherlock, <laughs> and then I Zombie, which weird. I Zombie's a weird one, anyways, but. Yeah, there we go. Right on. Cool. I'm well, gonna think of something I, else. Um, but. <laughs> I have one show uh, to mention: um, just True Detective season one. Um, yep. Never just seen it because it's so fucking fantastic. It's just yeah, it's just so good. Like it, it's it's excellently done. You, I think you'd like it, Trevor. Um, if it's you really ever good. Get the chance to watch it. Okay. Really, you don't need a. I mean, I haven't seen this third season. Uh, I think it was supposed to be better than the second, but. Uh, the first season is fantastic. Matthew McConaughey's excellent, and he Woody Harrelson so good. Um, yeah, and the the second season is the complete opposite in every facet, in terms of Vaughn is classic in it. No, he's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, it did fall off, which is a shame. But you know what can you do? Uh, third season, you could, maybe it's you could make a better you could make a better show. That's what you could do. Yeah, well, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying about anthologies. You know, it's like yeah, it's tough. Yeah, um, it's hit or miss. But but that was the only one I could think of. The only other show I could think of is like I don't even really want to count it. It's like Criminal Minds I used to watch when I was younger in like high school, and it there was a lot of really good episodes and story arcs. But mm-hmm. I haven't watched it recent enough for me to be like, oh, that's still a good show, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, that's so fair. that's honorable mention, Criminal Minds. Cool. Um, True Detective season one was my obvious one as well. Nice. Um, I think to round out the informal list, I would say The Wire. Um, I haven't seen it. Yeah, that's it's it's more of a police show, but they are. I mean, technically, I'll the main it. character, the main character McNulty, is a detective. You know, um, but it's less of a mystery and more of just like a sprawling uh, story police about show. Baltimore. Yeah, mm. um, very good. And then I would also like to shout out Broadchurch, uh, probably lesser known. It was remade in America for Fox, and I think it was fucking terrible. But it's a BBC show. Uh, from maybe five or six years ago with David Tennant and Olivia Coleman. Um, Love David Tennant. Both of, both of whom have had really storied careers and have gone on to do a lot of really awesome things since then. Um, that show is an absolute fucking gut punch of a show, but it is so good. Mm. It is beautiful. The two main characters are incredible. The acting is very good. It's a suspenseful mystery. Um, yeah, my dad and I watched that together before I moved down to Florida. Uh, that show slaps. Nice. All right, anyway, that's a long-ass intro I, before we hit the spoiler zone. Oh, sorry, Trev. I, please go ahead. I thought one more one more honorable mention for my list because I had to. Um, <laughs> Psychopaths, which is an anime. <laughs> it's technically a crime show. So that's how long do we go? your list to go. How long do we go before our first anime reference? <laughs> <laughs> Not that long. Should have been uh, sooner. Like 30 minutes, <laughs> about... <laughs> That's solid, Trevor. I'm proud of you. I've heard Psychopaths oh, is up. dope. I think I've actually like, I've watched maybe the first season or the first episode. Sorry, not season episode. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember a, the the basic premise. There's like a there's like a pistol. There's like a gun, and it like checks your uh, 
how psychotic you are or some shit like that or how much of a murderer you are. Um, There's a whole, like, it's dystopian future, basically, like, the Chinese yeah. social points, except it measures, like, your brain activity to be like, are you going to commit crimes? Yeah, right. probably. All right, we're just going to kill you now. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, kind it's of pretty wild. Uh, Minority Report-ish in that way. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But not quite. It's very, very interesting, and I really enjoyed it. Sounds cool. Yeah. I've heard great things. Probably, um, it's on the list of things to show you guys. Right cool. on. All right, dope. Let's jump in. Um, I have a bunch of questions based on the things that you guys have said. So uh, if you don't mind, I kind of want to just. Yeah, dude, let's run off. Um, Official Cobb, spoilers. what made you cry? Oh, yeah, sorry. Spoiler zone, guys. Spoiler <laughs> just zone. I just want to announce. Kind of already has been, but um, officially now. No, it wasn't that. It's hard. been pretty uh, vague. So uh, any of the scenes. Uh, basically almost every single scene uh, where the original chief is with his wife or just when the the wife is around anymore, just like every time. It's like, because they're too wholesome. And then like, so since we're in this part of the zone, he, he dies in the second episode. Um, first episode. It's just, first episode. Oh, was it the first episode? Okay. It's right at the uh, end of the first episode, yeah. Right, gotcha, gotcha. Um, sorry, I watched them back to back. So, yeah. <laughs> Also, it's a um, long-ass episode, so it feels like a second episode, honestly. Yeah, it was like an hour and ten around. minutes, I think. Um, yeah, pilot, Around dude. there. But, um, but yeah, any of their scenes, uh, like when Molly went to the house uh, to, like, go after he had died, after she had left the crime scene and went to... Um, his wife's house yeah um, it's super sad um when they when she, when molly goes back to the hospital after the um the old chief's wife has the baby um mm. is super sad um and then also the the point when um molly's dad was like basically like in full protection mode of his family and was talking to Molly and then was like, screw it. I'm going to protect my granddaughter. And then you yeah. see him on the porch, dude. I fucking had the tears going. I'm like, this I'm like, this is fucking Trevor style. In my notes, I wrote it down as Trevor style. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like, thanks. I like, I appreciate legit. that a lot, actually. Because I, I know that would Lou be Lou does you, have Trevor. big Trevor energy. Yeah, um, that's, that's a very, very... Trevor's energy. a very wholesome person. I know I know we rag on him a lot in the, in, in the show. And I interrupt yeah. him constantly, uh, which I apologize. Oh, yeah. But Trevor's a great guy, and I know he would do that with his first family. Yeah, um, I feel so. But it was like, just like, aw. man, I was just like, I was like, oh god, man, I can't take it. It's too nice, <laughs> and I love these characters yeah. too much. I'm like, I'm like, the daughter is fucking great. And then when she came out with her BB gun, I was crying again. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it, that makes me so happy. Yeah, Lou, yeah, Lou is those fucking... were the points. Lou's so good. Um, I'm touched right now. Like, I'm which legitimately that... like, feeling touched at this. Like, oh, nice. I mean, Trev, you're like hands down one of the sweetest people I've ever met. You know, like that's not that's <laughs> it's not hyperbole. Wow. Like, you're an absolute okay. sweetheart. Yeah, for sure. You are. Um, you're a sweet so guy. So big, Trevor. big Damn. Salverson energy for sure. Um, you guys are going to get me choked up. Shit. <laughs> so but yeah, uh, that also to... is because of how much I love Molly, by the way. And yeah. I feel like Molly's scenes, that actress does such a fucking fantastic oh job. God, she does. She's able to carry so She's well. so good. Like, Fuck. She... I forgot. I for... I'm sorry, Cobb. Go ahead. I'll no, no, no. Go, go, go. I forgot to ask, of the four that I excluded from your favorite, who was your favorite? Molly. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, Molly. Yeah, and I then, think it's hard. Uh, it's mean, hard not to say Malvo because I love to hate him. Uh, well, because yeah, yeah the other two like the other characters. 
Wait, who did you? Who did we exclude? We exclu- oh, Gus Molly, is great, Malvo, but... Gus, and Lester. Gus is a good guy. Gus is a really yeah. good Gus guy. Gus is a good guy, but I like even if he was included, I don't think he would have been in my top list. I mean, I liked yeah. him a lot, and I feel for him. I like that he really didn't want to be a police officer. No, like he I wanted don't. to be a mailman, and he becomes a mailman in the in the yeah. time gap, uh, the time jump. But um, which makes sense, of course. He's just he was such get fired. a nice guy. He's like. He really just cares about his daughter, and then he, and then when he finds, when he meets Molly, and they have that little connection. Yeah. Oh man, so good, dude. It's the I'm best. I'm like, I'm like these two. This is like some Jim and Pam shit. I'm like these yeah. motherfuckers are great. They're perfect. Yeah, <laughs> they're um, so I love, great together. I love when uh, Molly is trying to figure out like what would possibly drive Gus to let Malvo drive away in that scenario and then like yeah. his daughter walks in and you just see it on her face like oh of course like this is why yeah. because yeah. you know there's yeah, so many unbelievable moments uh in this show yeah. <clears throat> and i think just for the sake of closure I, I would also say molly is my favorite i think lauren malvo is just fascinating in like the the anton sugar uh no country for old men mold you know he's just like yeah absolutely sure. horrifying big vibes. and um, you don't want to watch him really because you're scared of what he'll do, but he's so compelling. Um, he's easy number two, and Gus is number three because fuck Lester, um, dude. Lester is such a cunt. He's he's. I'm sorry, I know of, I shouldn't say, say the C word on the pod, though. but dude. Yeah, he is. He is one of the most despicable characters that I've ever seen. Honestly, yeah. Um, what a horrible person. Like he like, is fucking I horrible. Felt a, like I felt a little bit bad for him. Like when the first the show first started, you know, and I'm like, man, yeah. he's just beat down, downtrodden. I'm like, man, this guy, I feel kind of bad for him. And then when yeah. he kills his wife or whatever, I'm like, you shouldn't have done that. But at least <laughs> <laughs> I kind of understand, like the sympathetic villain kind of. Angle, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Like, I yeah. see why you did it. You shouldn't have done that, and I don't agree that you did it, but I see why you did it. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, just like... And then he, he just slowly progresses down the rabbit hole of, nah, screw you, man. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he takes these missteps that you wouldn't see in a normal person. Like, he's clearly a psychopath. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. when you're in these situations, like in the beginning, he's... This person who is constantly made like made fun of basically by people that he loves and by just bullies. <laughs> He's yeah. constantly picked on basically, even by his own wife. But like, man, when you're in those situations, you can stand up for yourself or like leave your wife, but you don't kill someone. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not the step you take. You don't and you also don't egg someone else on to kill someone or like leave it vague enough to be like, oh, this insane person is going right. to go kill my bully for me. <laughs> like yeah. that was it's just wild. This guy and then he just deep dives into being a douchebag. <laughs> like he yeah. becomes the biggest douchebag on earth. So should we should we talk uh like broadly about Lester or should we talk broadly about Malvo? Let's I feel We're like on let's Lester keep right going now. Let's Lester, keep going and then we'll go to Malvo. Okay. So what's what's the worst thing you think Lester did? Freaking sending his wife in his new wife that with was his fucked. jacket to get murdered and not he didn't seem to care really no he like, didn't care at all his his expression was damn that could have been me and not well, cuz oh, my knew wife exactly is now what dead. was going to happen he knew yeah. that was going to happen he knew exactly like he, he told her to put her hood up mm-hmm. he was like hey 
don't I don't want you to be cold. Put the hood up. Put your hood so they up. can't see your face when they blow your fucking. And she head off. was so. To be fair, she should. I don't understand why she got with Lester because she is an interesting character. Like yeah, she starts hitting on him. An earnest that we see at least her hitting on him was right before and after um, his bully's wife. Yeah. Like his dead bully's wife and comes he in. Staples and the son's about, heads. Dude. Yeah, and but like she literally is talking about the fact that he extorted sex out of her. Yeah. F- to like make yeah. the insurance claim go on faster when he knew. Yeah. She heard it. She was right yeah. there. And her, the her I expected that to be uh well that whole relationship now is ruined because No, she like she heard dug this. it. Yeah, and she was she like, was like wow. he's a bad boy. Like, he's a bad boy. What? Dude, why like, are you? <laughs> she's a really interesting character to me for that reason and because, like, so after the whole Vegas thing, which we can talk yeah. about more later as well. Um, yeah, that was the she Vegas covers thing, for him. She covers for him when Molly yeah. comes to talk about it because Vegas PD contacted her. Um, so, like, I don't understand. Is she, like, just cool with him? being some sort of criminal because then she also brings up when they're in the car that she had always wished that her that is her his previous wife was dead because she always had a crush on him so like yeah. is this bitch just like down for criminal activity like he should have explored that like before getting her killed honestly it's either that or she's really dumb like yeah. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know which i can't tell because of the way she talks a lot of the time she makes it seem like she is like ditzy or whatever like when she's talking to the cop she's like saying like shit like that but like i don't know man i think she's like really smart and like is down with him just being a criminal (laughs) i think if she didn't get murdered they could have been like criminal masterminds together or like a bonnie and clyde type deal (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, i think I, i agree that that's um the obvious number one but uh setting up his brother is insane easy number two Putting Dude. the pistol in the sun in his in his nephew's backpack, insane. Ugh. Um, honestly, actually, I think that's the worst thing he did. I think that's worse than the wife. Because the pistol the, in the backpack or his his brother. No, the uh, setting up his brother as the murderer. Yeah, absolutely horrible. And then like, oh man, he's just such a bastard. <laughs> he's such a he bastard. really is. Nailing like, Hess's wife, you know, like all these just terrible things. And he did those things, like, to his brother and to the kid because he also knew that he was going to be able to get away with it that way because he knew the sh- he knew the chief. He knew the chief well enough to believe that that yeah. was the way that the case would go without question. Right. You know? The chief, like, would, he, like, the chief so just went with gullible. it. He, like, ate up his story. Lester was telling him the story, and the chief was just like, oh, fuck. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like I Yo, can't can we... believe it, Lester. Bob Odenkirk is so good in this show. I mean, like, really fantastic. we didn't really mention it, I but he flip-flopped. he was so good. I flip flop so hard between loving him and hating him. I, I well, you have to hate him. You have to I hate, hate him. him. I mean, beginning. he's so hateable he, because it's so obvious. Promotion in the beginning, and then he was terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he has such moments though where it's like he is trying. He's just an idiot. Yeah. He so won't dumb. listen. And yeah. so it's like, I hate him for being an idiot, but he is genuinely a sweet, trying his yeah. dumbass best. 
Yeah. To do what is right for the town and the people he believes in. But also, you're a chief of police. Everyone's a suspect. Right. Don't just write it off because it's a it's a priest man. It's my guy I knew from high school who I just fly. I I just feel bad for him, though, because like when he talks about it at the end. He, like, is talking, like, the man has PTSD, like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it really fucking sucks, because you can see how wholesome of a person he is, where he really wants to believe the best in people, and believe yeah. that people are being true and honest to him, but, yeah. like, he just has had these horrible things happen, not happen to him directly, but he's seen these horrible things happen to other people, and it's just made him, like, kind he of He just can't up. handle it. He can't handle yeah. it at all, and his wife sees it, like, it's really sad it's very very sad <laughs> yeah i also i love the character bit that he gets sick at blood uh that's like yeah some good comedic yeah. relief every time that happens um just like the classic like minnesotan you know like oh no like i'm not gonna do the accent because I'll, I'll butcher it but uh, he's got a lot a of he's got accent. a lot of great uh, great bits um yeah i mean lester does a lot of despicable shit but i think i think it's got to be between his his new wife and his and his family um so in terms of in terms of Lauren Malvo, um, wait real quick before we go off yeah, of Lester. Yeah. How did you guys feel about the end of him though? Perfect. Because I was kind of disappointed. Oh really? Oh really? Yeah. No, I, I was think cool that with it. I think I it's perfect. I mean, great. the entire time he's been telling all these lies, and for him to literally end up on thin ice, I mean, it's like. Yeah, you know it's it's obvious, yeah. but it it is also a good metaphor for where he was. So and good, he deserves it to is. fucking drown in freezing water. Like, like that's one of the worst he ways deserved... to die, probably. No, in my opinion, I think he deserved worse. I think he deserved yeah. a lot. Well, worse. he he, he, he deserves the easy. worst. Yeah, that's I fair. Think, like, I'm all for as like a terrible character. Like, I'm not the type of people that's like, oh, this awful person did awful things. Don't kill them. Put them in yeah. prison for the rest of their lives. I yeah. think legitimately prison for the rest of his life would have been worse than death for that character specifically. Because mm. he can't handle, like, he couldn't handle any time he was about to get caught. So the yeah. idea of him having to live with the fact that everyone knows that he is a horrible piece of shit. <laughs> is is great and i like the idea i guess more of i don't know there's a lot of other ways i feel like it could have been a, a slightly more satisfying but also i think it did fit with the tone of the show yeah to have it not be the most satisfying of an end yeah, yeah i think that's true um but like him confronting like a last confrontation with molly yeah or Their something scenes are so good they're so good together but like like I almost feel disappointed for Molly in the sense that she doesn't get that last little bit. She gets a phone yeah. call that states he fell through ice and is probably dead. Yeah. And then she has to go, I guess, let me know what the divers find. And then yeah. moves on. And it's like, I wanted that last little, like, I knew it. Yeah, I got you from the get-go, you son of a bitch. Yeah, like, that's a that's a really good point, and I think that we haven't touched on yet is that I'm curious to know. Um, like, I I don't think it's an unsatisfying ending. I think the ending of the show is is pretty solid. However, it it's is. tough. It's tough not to feel a little bummed out that Molly doesn't get 
like the ultimate satisfaction. Um, yeah, I do. That's where I think my dissatisfaction comes from. Yeah, I do think that Gus does kind of deserve to get the kill, um, given that he's the first oh, yeah. person to have an interaction with. He's the first good person to have an interaction with Malvo. Um, but, uh, and you know, obviously Molly gets the moment where she hears the cassette tapes that Malvo has of Lester confessing to the murder mm-hmm. of his wife, which is, you know, it's like, that's the moment of like, oh my God, I was right this whole time. And like, here's my proof. I do. It does suck that she didn't get to like fucking rub it in this face, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, cause she definitely deserved that. But that reminds me, yeah. Cobb, you said there is one scene that holds it back from being a 10. I'm curious what that scene is before we talk about Lauren Malvo. Um, yeah, so it, for me, was um, in Key and Peele's first scene where they, uh, the crime syndicate massacre happens. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that they took, from what I see as the budgetary stance of staying outside of the building the entire time and tracked yeah. along the windows in, like, this kind of... It didn't look good to me. Like, it, it didn't look, no, look, did not look great good. to me. Um, the trash. I wanted there to be a hard-boiled style shootout, basically. But I get that FX isn't, like... I mean, FX HBO. comes out with really good shows, but it's not HBO, yeah. exactly. It's not yeah. AMC, um, where, yeah. like, they come out... They have, like, a few shows, but they're, like, fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, that's where I'm at. Like, it was just... It was really unsatisfying to me i was just like man that sucks i don't want to just yeah. listen to this happen i want to see a crazy shootout yeah um, i want to see the, i want to see more malvo be terminator yeah basically. it and it took me out of it a little bit because i'm like yeah. it, it and there, there i forget what there what else there was there was one other thing that looked really low budget to me but it wasn't a, it wasn't a full scene it was an effect but anyway was it this, that was like, the fight the street fight in the blizzard with uh that Mr. Numbers, was Mr. Wrench. Them, but I was thinking yeah. about a different one but that did look weird the effect of the whiteout looked yeah not great but it's um, hard I f- it's probably hard to get on film and have it look legit especially on yeah. uh, maybe a TV like season 1 budget not like a game of thrones sure. season 6 budget but for sure uh, but that's yeah that scene I was, that I was like, like should have been done better yeah um so I guess that kind of leads us that's that leads us into Malvo pretty well um there's a lot of uh, really interesting writing and theorizing online about Lauren Malvo. He is, uh, like, what he's doing, like, isn't even his job. Like, he's just, like, on the way yeah. to another job. Yeah. Like, he, you know, gets in the car accident um, and the naked man uh, gets away from him out of his trunk. And then he ends up in the hospital because he is injured uh, and then kind of takes this little detour. I mean, he has a phone call with his boss uh he's i guess like a fixer um we don't really know for who or in what capacity but we do get a little bit of interaction with his actual employer later on in the show yeah but he he is essentially in they're in bemidji right yeah bemidji yeah so they're he's essentially in bemidji to cause chaos um there's a lot of talk speculation bemidji and duluth yeah Duluth right um there's a lot of speculation that he is supposed to be the devil um I think that that plays into a lot of the biblical shit that he gets into with Stavros the the supermarket king um there and then the other main yeah that's a great thread that we literally haven't even talked about 
Um, it's pretty ancillary, but I do think there's some good moments there that I'll, I'll at least mention if they don't get mentioned by either of y'all. Um, they also mentioned like throughout, or at least a couple of times, I think Molly mentions it, that he's like not even a man. He's right. like, it's like, it's, he's like supernatural, basically. It's yeah. like, this is not a person. <laughs> this guy is I mean, fucking just pure evil. He's yeah, pure he evil, yeah, and he 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 shows that many times. Um, I also so the the other thing, and I think this one has a little bit more of a link to reality, or at least in terms of like what the showrunner like wanted to happen. But he he basically comes to town, and his like hobby is trying to see if he can make people bad, you know, essentially, mm-hmm. um, and like return people to their animalistic nature. I mean, he has that whole conversation with Lester in the hospital about you know not letting people push you around. His question to Gus. When he's pretending to be a minister, uh, after Gus arrests him, uh, the Is second time the he encounters him, it's no. He's like, "Why do you? Why do we see so many shades of green?" Um, oh, and then because then he know, also does the thing about the bear gnawing his leg off, right? That's to Mister uh, Wrench, and when Mister Wrench is in the hospital. Yeah. And then that's also that's obviously foreshadowing of him getting stuck yep. in the bear mm-hmm. trap, which is that amazing. Was great. Which was cool. Um, also, great the scene, kid by the way. in the parking lot at so, the yeah. hotel. Just, yeah, terrible. Like, that was like a I mean, five second He didn't get little... fired, though. <laughs> yeah, didn't get fired. Um, he, I mean, he just comes into town like a fucking whirlwind of evil, you know? And it's... Yeah. Um, but sorry he he there's like a lot of animal symbolism in this in this show he and the wolf mm -hmm. are like the really obvious ones but i think that that's um it's evidenced really well by that question he asks gus about why do we see so many shades of green and i love that gus can't figure it out and like says it to molly and she knows immediately like it's just because predators you know um Molly is so fucking good. I mean, she's just so Molly's fucking great. Good. Um, anyway, character. so so Malvo. I mean, we could we could do what are the worst things he does. What what thing? What scenes did you like? Um, there's he's a he's a crazy layered character. Uh, yeah, in terms of, I feel like it's tough on. to pin me, him down a lot for me. Yeah, go ahead, the, Trevor. The thing that stands out the most other than his initial interactions and the recordings and all that, which is great character building because he obviously has some sort of mental issue, <laughs> is his <laughs> is his long con. Mental yeah. issue being a demon. <laughs> in what was, uh, we find, in what episode? Uh, what, like, not, or episode, yeah, episode nine, I guess, is when we see it, really. Where, uh, of him being the dentist? Like, him being the dentist and getting engaged and making real good friends with this guy. And the whole time you're just wondering, what? Did he go straight or something? Like, did he get out of the game? That's what and I thought. And then the moment the other guy talks about, oh, my brother in witness protection. And you're like, okay, Fuck. yeah, this is, a, <laughs> yeah. this is a real long con that this guy's been playing yeah, for six months. And it's like crazy that he is able to just build these relationships for this hit and then lester asks yeah and then lester asks him like pushes just a little bit like it would have been so easy for him to have just ignored lester yeah and gone on with this hit so simple and he's just like all right 
boom, boom, shoots the three people and is done. And he's yeah. like, all right, time to just murder Lester. Like, yeah. what? He a- he asked Lester, though, if that's what he wanted. Is Lester this what you want? Getting into. Lester, Lester knew what he was going to get Also, Lester should have walked away from that. Like, why he is he would, going? But he wasn't that kind of person anymore. That's, like, the whole thing is that he's, like, morphed yeah. into this, like, not... mini version of him. <laughs> like, he gels like his hair. Even... He wears suits. Yeah, he's a douchebag like... now. He Mar- cheats on his wife. It's not like Marvo is even... Lore, whatever. Malvo. Malvo. Malvo is even goading him on or yeah. anything. But he's trained no. him, basically, like, into thinking He hasn't, though. He had two conversations with the man. I know, but, like, and look it's what happened. impactful things, you know? Yeah. Regardless, he, he's basically not taught enough, him to I, stand up for himself in the way of being an animal. <laughs> yeah. Lester ruined his whole life. That he he could have he could have gotten away with it all for the rest of his for life for sure, yep. Until Malvo got caught by somebody else, yep. One day, but probably. he couldn't control himself. He know? couldn't, I guess, because he could have just been done, been happy in his weird psychotic way, yeah. And then, but like, sorry, we're talking about Malvo more than anything. The fact that he just gave up on that whole bounty real quick was just such an interesting moment of just yeah. All right, bang, bang, bang! Help me move the yeah. bodies. Yeah. Also, shout out um, whatever his friend's name. Uh, I don't know what the actor's name is, but um, yeah. when Malvo is a dentist, his friend who's in Barry, shout out yeah. that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> great. That's what I because Barry's a great Barry. show. Also, a Barry. shout out to from Will. fucking Barry. You're welcome. That's a recommendation pre Show Me Something that I watched. Yeah, both that was a that was a cognizant. I was like, Cobb, yeah. you got to watch Barry, dude. Um, that's a great show i oh, i need to yeah, watch the I, season two of that it's, it's really good. fucking it's good um it has one of the best episodes of the entire show that bill Hader directs oh really in season uh, two yeah um Damn, is it the okay. one where he does his acting no it's the one where uh, uh there's a young girl it, who, who yeah, is like okay, a, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's like a 30 minute fight scene essentially yeah. um the just touching on the elevator scene real quick i love <laughs> will i just noticed he trev took his headphones off for that <laughs> good man we didn't even spoiler <laughs> anything we didn't even spoil yeah, but Reno, bro. he can't trust you he can't he can't trust i can't trust you um it was worth it though that's good podcasting uh anyway so the <laughs> the, the moment that's when podcasting <laughs> A visual gag on an audio-only podcast. It's great. What what does Lester do to get himself away from Lorne Malvo in the elevator? He, like, hits him with something? He hits him with with the the award. award. But also, Malvo could have still shot him. He just chose not to. I just wanted... Well, no, because he's like, I'll see you soon, Lester. It's a game. I I love that moment. Um, That is a good one. Yeah. So, okay... I'm a little bit all over the place here. We're jumping. There's just so much to talk about. I feel like this show is so. I know, and I feel like we we've already used so much time. We I know it's horrible. What like ten movies more or less? Basically, oh, yeah. it's ten hours. <laughs> like... Yeah, it's ten hours. I I finished this on Tuesday night. We're recording this on a Sunday. I was incredibly close to watching it a second time all the way through. That's how much yeah. I love this I show and feel like... like feel like it deserves a rewatch. Um, it's just so fucking like, good. There's yeah. so much. I have three pages front and back of notes for this. Yeah. I, I have a bunch of... Of which of I am me. using none of. 
But I haven't I used any of mine them. either. I have a ton on my phone. I haven't even looked at them. <laughs> episode um, one has a whole page. Look at this. I have a it's whole a page really, just for episode one. It's a really incredible pilot. It's a really, really incredible pilot. Did I did I mention the scene between Vern and Lester when we brought up Vern? Um, when Vern comes to his oh. house and and finds oh. out that he killed his wife, that conversation is so fucking good. Like it is. Uh, Lester's like so jumpy, and Vern is just like trying to figure it out, and like clearly is like suspicious. But then the cuckoo oh, yeah. clock goes off, and Lester like jumps, and he's like, "You're kind of squirrely there, Lester. Like, you okay?" Um, and then sees the blood and yada yada. I it sucks that we didn't get to see more of Vern. He was so fucking good. Yeah. Also, he was great. I, I don't think we've said enough about Martin Freeman's performance as Lester. It is so good. It is really so, excellent performance. So good. He is so good. Such. I mean, like just the way that he can portray fear and anger and ego and the way he lies and the way he He's like anxious. psychs himself up alone. The anxiety. Yeah. Also, that fucking shotgun pellet wound is so disgusting. Um, oh, that's a, also a great arc. <laughs> yeah, great arc. How did they not arc. find that? When he was in the hospital originally, how was that not yeah. found? Don't I, know. In I the mean, hospital, I, hiding it? Like, what? No, but I believe that this hospital just has the worst uh, nurses, doctors, and security <laughs> ever in the world. He fucking yeah, dressed up so as, his, as his room. He put his fucking... Uh, when he wrapped yeah. his face up and just, like, moved. That was the great escape, dude. The great God. escape. <laughs> that's so wild. Uh, um, but, yeah, ahead. his performance is like fucking incredible like that it's really like watching like the the true art of an actor like yeah i can't even imagine being that talented and being able to portray slight emotions like that and being able no. to show an evolution and for a television show which i'm sure a lot of it was not even shot like uh in a linear style so you're having to yeah. go all over the place with your acting performance it yeah. just really really great work really really great yeah. work fantastic he's, uh, honestly he's amazing um he won some awards right for this i, I don't so. know i mean they should have won everything sure he... <laughs> yeah they should have i think he won a couple of awards for this show he should have i mean um, i think he could easily justify you could justify allison tolman i think billy bob is wonderful too and obviously i, I so i'm a huge he colin hanks great. guy gus grimley he's like a very simple character but he's really good at what he, he does. did a good job um, yeah uh the just circling back to malvo real quick because there's some other shit that i want to touch on um and i'm sure we're already kind of going long but it's tough uh malvo malvo setting up the tanning guy that's dude it is one of the glenn howerton yeah Yeah. (laughs) i was like he's from always sunny yeah he's from it's always he's from it's always sunny in philadelphia i didn't know that until yesterday yeah. that it was him you don't get to see those actors a lot in other things so whenever yeah. i see glenn howerton or charlie day or whoever it is you know yeah. in another thing it's just like man there they are i fucking love those guys charlie <laughs> day and pacific rim uh, yeah <laughs> man that's a movie i haven't fucking seen or thought about in years <laughs> it's a great movie big um, robots man <laughs> that uh that arc is so fucking devastating because of the way it ends mm-hmm. like it's like fun you know like for the first like half maybe it's just like oh yeah like malvo's just like toying around with this like dopey motherfucker but yeah. it is so brutal the way it ends it is so oh, fucking God, brutal yeah. i mean just horrible <laughs> it's really 
fucking horrible. Dude, that, that made me feel like, real it's, bad. It's like pure nightmare to be in that scenario. Yeah. Like, can you believe that? And then, like, no. when the cops kill him, they're like, they're like, oh, it must be a death by suicide type deal. It's like, it's right. like all right. Now that they're not it. even going to catch the guy that did yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> the man's fucking duct taped to a workout bench with a shotgun. And they blasted duck. him like a thousand times they shot him. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> that should dude. not be, like, police suicide. That's like, the, you look at that for a second, like, this guy was set up. Jesus. Yeah. He's yeah. taped to a chair. Like, what? Or he yeah. taped himself there because he didn't want himself to have second yes. thoughts. He taped you his know? own hands to <laughs> a shotgun. <laughs> he used his mouth, bro, and then taped <laughs> his mouth with his toes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that was crazy. I also, my other, like, the arc, the little, it's not an arc, but the, the scenes where uh, Mr. Numbers and Mr. Wrench capture Lester... And they bring him out to the to the lake to like uh, interrogate Dude, that way him. Of I guess is so brutal. <laughs> you said what? I said that way of them executing people is so brutal because oh, they did it to the other guy too. The random yeah. person just <laughs> dump him in a fucking lake. <laughs> just get fucked, world. nerd. Yeah, um, but that <laughs> that whole scene uh, that es- that accumulates culminates 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 in them all in the same prison cell together is so good like lester getting away using the cop punching the cop in the nose to get himself a ride away just like um, a, such a slight punch like just enough to be considered a punch <laughs> and then he's like so happy he's like in jail and then they get into a bar fight uh numbers and wrench and they end up in the same cell and the way that numbers smiles when they show up in yeah. the cell and lester is just like motherfucker like i and then that scene, his acting is unbelievable, too, because he's, like, fading in out of consciousness, and they're pressing on his fucking shotgun wounds pellet wounds. And, yeah. And I he's mean, like, I'm going to throw up. Like, don't throw up. Just so... I'm going to throw up. I'm gonna... yeah, yeah, you throw up, I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then as soon as they leave the cell, he throws, he throws up on up. the ground. Um, oh. Yeah. Although, I, that reminds me, you do get the scene of uh, Molly basically getting a confession out of him even though he's in a fugue state because he's in stasis or shock or whatever the fuck they said he's septic but um it's mm -hmm. not he doesn't quite say it does he all he he doesn't know i didn't pay him (laughs) yeah yeah but she's like this is enough you know what he means you know yeah for her not for not for bob odenkirk (laughs) no of course not bill um damn the last The last scene I want to mention, uh, and then I would love to hear anything that you guys have had, because I've obviously railroaded this quite a bit, but as I always no, do, um, <laughs> the scene between Lou and and Malvo in the diner um, mm-hmm. is one of the is is one of one. the best scenes in the entire show, despite it just being two guys talking over a, a plate of cherry pie. Um, well, he it is apple so. Pie. Apple pie, right? He said that nothing ever. He, good no good from cherry comes pie. from cherry pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good I like cherry pie. Is that a bad? It thing? is. It is such a foreboding and tense and horrific scene because you just know that he's going to kill Lou right there. Like it just feels that way. You know, it Dude, doesn't happen. I thought obviously, he was going to kill him. But I really did. I thought it is such him. a dread. That scene is. It's just dripping with dread. Um, yeah. My. My thing and, with that and, scene, the, and the other guys oh. come in right then. Sorry. Yeah. It's just like yeah, the timing yeah. is so excellent. Go ahead, Trevor. My thing with that scene is I feel like there's no way that Molly never showed her dad 
or he just never happened to see one of the many photos that she has of of this guy. You know, of Marvo. Like she has the mugshot that they of uh, Malvo. Damn it. <laughs> My notes all have him listed as Billy Bob because I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> um <laughs> My first couple of notes do the first couple of episodes. Well, he doesn't. He's not named that, until like three or four. Yeah, until they. Yeah. But um, I honestly like. I was like, "There's no way Lou doesn't recognize this guy, or yeah. something." And then I'm glad that he did finally say something. He does to change Molly. his look. Yeah. Yeah, but I regardless, I'm glad he did finally say something to Molly about like there was this guy. He was real sketchy. It was weird. Yeah. He was asking about Lester. Like, I'm so surprised he didn't say something sooner or recognize yeah. him or something. I'm glad they did redeem it in my mind because I was going to be upset if it never came up. Yeah. But they did it redeem it with was... him coming down to the station specifically to be like, there was a dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know why I didn't tell you earlier. I should have. It was a hunch that I ignored and shouldn't have. And I'm like, you know what? That's fair. That's yeah. a very fair statement of like, Everyone's kind of jumpy right now. You don't yeah. want to throw like every little hunch you've got into the wind. Like you want to make sure it's something. But I'm glad mm. that he did say something eventually. It, but... it still was relatively quickly though, right? Because like it was it was, it was, it was, it was earlier that day, and then like that night is when Lester came in. He told Lester that somebody was asking about him, and then the then he goes to the police station that night after they find Lester's wife, wife. Did, you mm. know so wife number two i mean like it's still relatively quickly because like dude's working you know yeah he's man no, in that shop by himself no, there's no, no other no. waiters he runs it by himself which is crazy he's I like that. I, we're the I love the, yeah i love the interaction that they had it's just that was my only like little thing that nitpicked me with that scene yeah which i think that's fair yeah no i feel you um uh, i want um, oh sorry are you no, Trev, I was I was going to say, do you guys have any lingering thoughts? Because I, I want to hear. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just I've have... already come up with two more, but I want I don't want to talk right now. So uh, when when Lester comes into the coffee shop, dude, him trying to cover his alibi like so hard is like so hard so to watch because he's like, dude, yeah. Well, it's obvious to us, like, man, he's really trying to dig deep. It's in that obvious alibi. to Lou like, as I'm well. Here. I feel like yeah, Lou's Lou's like because he was a cop before. You know, he yeah. talks about it a little bit. He's like, he's like, yeah, no, you said that already. <laughs> he's like, you can tell he's like, what the fuck's going on with Lester? Yeah, <laughs> he's so he does that a lot too, Lester. Like you see him like rehearsing things, like right before yeah. Vern comes over, he's like opening the door with a shotgun. He's like, what did you do? You know, trying to pretend that, that Malvo was... killed his wife. It's just like such a bitch thing, dude. <laughs> he's the worst. He, he, but he's he very plays, squirrely. He's very. He squirrely. plays such a little bitch, and it's so. <laughs> it's such a good performance, and you but, hate um, him so much. Yeah. Oh, also, I thought that he was going to try to sleep with his uh, brother's wife. So when did she, I. When she Same. came over for for coffee and tea, I was like, because the way he kept looking at her, I was like, man. This because it was right after the episode where he fucked his bully's wife. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was he was definitely like, thinking get into it. it. He's a full douchebag right now. He's gonna try <laughs> to sleep with everyone. <laughs> he was definitely. Thinking I, I about have it. to. I almost have to think it was a plot point that they cut. Almost. You think like, so? It it feels like they were setting it up. Like you said, it's like possible. you thought it was gonna happen. It felt like they set it up. Pretty it did hard. feel like it. Yeah. I think it may just be a. a, a, a it's just a character beat. Like that's how he, that's who he is now. 
and he like is confident enough or like cocky or arrogant yeah. enough to believe that he can get away with these kind of things. Um, I mean, we see it later, right? When he goes right. to try to basically sleep with a lady in Vegas because yeah. he goes, he leaves his wife. He makes sure his wife goes to bed. And yeah, then an he asshole. and then he goes to the bar for a nightcap, yeah. um, and then he and like then is just a triple homicide. To look over. <laughs> yeah, then he ju- then unfortunately, instead of getting laid uh, by a mysterious Vegas lady, he um, <laughs> he talks to Malvo instead. Terrible. Why wouldn't you just let it be? <laughs> just so go dumb. over to Malvo. <laughs> go continue to be a human piece of garbage. Sleep yep. with some woman. Go back to your wife. Be a, continue to be an asshole. But I am glad um, he got caught. But oh, whatever. Oh, Trevor, can you tell me <laughs> what kind of gun that was that they were shooting? Uh, that his brother had in the gun case behind all the shotguns and stuff. Yeah, behind uh, all I the think rifles? that was uh, MG forty <clears throat> MG forty two. Uh, and when they were shooting it in slow motion, was it accurate or? I didn't see any reason for it not to be. It is okay. a belt fed. Does it does it check out? I I'm FDB or. I can check if you want me to. <laughs> I feel yeah, like we haven't do. played this bit in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not been a lot of gun talk recently. Uh, no guns in uh, Cutting Edge. You know, we couldn't bring it up last week. Um, That's true. Yeah, no, the Russian guy didn't pull a gun on anyone. <laughs> right, it's fucked up. Um, uh, let's. I'm pretty sure it was an MG42, which yeah, no. I would love to I mean, own it's personally, good. but I don't. Oh, think... isn't that that? Aren't those like a World War II antique? I thought it was like a, more like an M60, like an M249. I could be wrong. I'm I'm not even gonna lie. I, MG42 I well is the be. one in COD Five. I know that. World, yeah. World War Two. Uh, yeah. So if I know anything oh, about guns, it's a. Uh, <laughs> it's a. Oh wow! I've never even even heard of this gun. Right on. This is a Daywo K3. Excuse? That's not in fucking. That's not in. Call oh, it's of Duty, a stand-in for an M two four nine saw. Oh, you know I that gun, Will? I was off. I was yeah, off. it's in it's in PUBG on the small maps. It thing rips. Sick. M two four. I don't think that's a pre ban so I don't think. Yeah, I think it is an illegal own. Oh, there are certain uh, machine guns that are legal to own in the United States. If yeah. uh, they're pre-banned, they have to be manufactured <laughs> before a certain year. It's uh, so, like you can buy Uzis legally in the United States. They just cost a shit ton of money. And Uzis and are kind of tight. You have to get uh, special licensing uh, as well, but you can legally own them. Uh, it's just pre-banned. Uh, mini, there's a there's a minigun. Uh, which one is it? It costs. Like you can legally own it as a citizen. It's a, just a straight up minigun, like multi multi barrel rotating the whole nine yards. Unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, unnecessary. Um, Trev, did you have any lingering thoughts before I circle back to my two yes, final ones? I do. Rip I have them, a thought that goes over the whole show as a whole, Hit it. which Ooh. is the based on a true story statement at the beginning of every episode. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that that is not true at all. Yeah, that's a yeah. Fargo thing, my dude. It's a. It's I didn't know that. Answer. Yeah, I didn't know that. I looked it up after I finished because I was like, man, I'm, I like, I'm really curious about this true story that it's based on. I'm like, there's yeah, no way no. that there was that many people who are just straight up idiots. Because like, it feels like every other person that you meet in the show is either an asshole or an idiot or both. Yeah, yeah, except Gus and Molly. 
Except yeah, Gus and Molly. Say, there's yeah, some and, wonderful and people. And Lou and stuff. But you know what I mean. <laughs> and like, Vern. It feels like all... And Vern. Regardless, I feel like you know what I mean. <laughs> Gus's daughter. <laughs> yes. Budge and, uh, Budge, oh. Budge and Pepper. Yeah. Um, uh, bullies, bullies two sons. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the biggest yeah, dad. On earth. Yeah, dad. They're so those guys are the funny. idiots. They're the, like, <laughs> but uh, so but yeah, no, that's a thing that is in the beginning of the of Fargo the movie, and so it's I'm not like gonna a classic lie. thing where it's like not it's not true. It's it, a joke. It kind of yeah, hurt my story. it kind of hurt my overall opinion of the show. What? <laughs> that's awesome. I'm not. I, I'm I not gonna that. lie. Once I found out, I felt betrayed because I was like, I don't. I loved it. I loved that it said it. Before if it, it if it had told yeah. me from the get go. It, it was just a story. It was just a story. Yeah. It's a great story, but the fact that they, I felt lied to. Okay, I was not aware that Fargo is like that's a thing that they do where they're like classic this is based boy on... who hasn't seen Fargo the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but I felt I felt like it's it kind of hurt my overall rating of the show. Like, oh come fe- on, <laughs> it did. I'm sorry. I was like, wow, some Fair. of the stuff. Some of the things I remember thinking while watching it, I was like, wow, this would be ridiculous if it wasn't based on a true story. <laughs> like a couple of like the coincidences and stuff. Um, I'm the like, fish raining wow. from the sky. You were still on board with that. So they got that's you. happened. You got duped. So I got, got duped. duped <laughs> and you're mad. I got duped and I'm salty about it. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and front. I got duped and I'm salty. Um, like the fish running from the sky is ridiculous that it kills the bodyguard in the sun, but that scene was crazy. It has happened. There are reports of this happening. Fish yeah. and frogs and lizards yeah. and all sorts of other stuff from tornadoes raining from the sky. Yeah, that's happened. That's a shout out Magnolia. Phenomenon. Shout out Magnolia. Whatever. Um. So, but like I don't, that was my main thing was. I I I want to say if this if it didn't lie to me the whole time, uh, I probably would have rated it at least a nine. But what like, the uh, fuck? that's crazy. That's the crazy. fact that I that's I, crazy. To I, me, I go dude. into it and I'm like, wow! I went through this whole thing. That's a good joke. Come on. It's not a. It's not. It's it it's, is though. It it's hilarious because it got I, you. That sounds so funny. <laughs> Well, I'm salty, and I'm fine with taking my point five salt That's point. Fair. You know what? Take the salt point. All <laughs> That's right. fine. What was the other point that you had? You had another point, like, right? Uh, <laughs> me? I had. An, I didn't have another point. Oh, I thought Everyone... you said you had two. Uh, no, no I that have was two. about it. That was oh. the thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, I even wrote down. I just realized in my notes that that gun was an M249. Why did I? Whatever. Yeah, uh, right. You wrote that down after you looked it up on IMFDB, dude. <laughs> Your sponsor has been dropped. Officially dropped. Will is now wearing the merch. Will dude, has it. Oh, I can't read it. He got an M249. Yeah. Four exclamation points. <laughs> Let's go. He does have it. He does have it. The, okay, right, so fair. the merch is now fair. being back delivered to Storch Farms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're sending He's it back. He's got it there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's kind All of right. my final thoughts is I was upset. I'm salty about the... <laughs> the lie okay. cool. i have two more cool. and i'm sorry we're dragging on uh we're reaching like mad villainy levels <laughs> we're reaching don't, two more we'll, we'll make apologize. it quick. um there's That's just a lot to talk here about. for and i feel like i feel like there there's so much we didn't even touch on but two there's questions a lot we did. um yeah. so first question what was the point at which you felt the most anxious or stressed out what was the most tense scene 
in the entire show for you. I would prefer that you keep it to one. Um, but we can we can obviously we could spitball it, you know, we could we could brainstorm it together. I have a few yeah, that, that, that come to mind. I'm gonna need some help because I I think I did finish watching this first. Yeah. Out of all of us. Uh so gosh. Yeah, I think yeah, you guys me, go ahead. Um just because it was also the most recent that I watched because I watched it this morning happen was um the confrontation between Lou and um and Malvo. Mm. Uh, just because I really didn't want anything to happen to Lou. Yeah. And I really thought there, that Malvo was just going to kill him. Because, yeah. like, they also don't show that anyone else is in the, like, in the diner. Yeah. You don't until see it until after leaves, Malvo and you And you yeah. see the other shot looking the other way through the glass. And there is a guy in the back. Which, but, again, like, is, like, it's it so intentional. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. Like, no, <laughs> like Malvo could have easily just killed both of them. But, yeah. like, they just set it up so much to where, like, you just think he's going to kill him. And yeah. it would, and it would, and it would be such a fucking shame. <laughs> and the terrible. other one that I could think of, I know you wanted to keep it to one, but the other one I could think of is like the whiteout, just because you don't know what is going to happen. It's like, and and everybody is colliding basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, it's uh, the whiteout is my first one for sure. Uh, I do think, despite the inevitability of what is happening, uh, Glenn Howerton's death scene is just yeah. like. It's maybe not even tense. It's just so devastating. Um, it's just absolutely fucking horrible to watch, honestly. Uh, it really is. And then I think the in the final episode uh, when Pepper and Budge are like out front of Lester's house, like standing guard oh, and Malvo yeah. pulls up. Um, that, that one fucking, and then the ensuing, like Malvo going into the house is all like incredibly fucking tense. And, and this will lead into my last point, uh, which I didn't find it actually, sorry. I didn't actually find it that tense him going into the house. Cause I would have been happy if he killed <laughs> Lester. Yeah, that's I was fair. like fucking after, after he killed, um, the two FBI agents, I was like, that was my tense part of it. And then yeah. after that, I was like, fucking kill Lester, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he's gotten so many good people killed. He's such a bastard. But the bear trap um, was amazing. The bear trap was so good. So good. I thought it good. was. I, it surprised me because I didn't think he was going to plant it there. And I didn't know yeah. what the oh, fuck really? he was doing when he was throwing the clothes. The moment I saw him no, throwing I the clothes, he was I was put like, he put the bear trap down. The moment yeah. I saw the clothes being thrown. Really? That's I yeah. totally thought it was going to be somewhere outside. And it surprised me. And I thought... That was amazing. That little yeah. scene between them when they're shooting at each other. It's so good. And like him getting stuck in the bear trap. He's like, holy shit, someone's actually just, someone just got Malvo. You yeah. don't just yeah. get yeah. Malvo, you know? No. <laughs> and I love that Lester gets hit in the face with the trophy that he hit Malvo with in yeah. the elevator. That's yeah, great. He that breaks his fucking nose again. Um, yeah. Uh, Trev, did you come up with any? I did. I think my number one is every time we see Gus in the last one or two episodes at Malvo's like hidey yeah. house. Mm, yeah. yeah. The cabin, especially when he comes back after the confrontation with Lester. Yeah. And he comes in and you're like, is Gus still there? What's going on? What's happening? I was, that I think was my number one most tense. tense moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's kind of like some of the conference, like the, Stuff with Lester trying to lie his way out of stuff was pretty tense for me. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah. And then what you guys mentioned, like most For of the sure. scenes you guys mentioned were really tense, obviously. There was yeah. a lot of tense moments. I mean, like, the show did it very well. Like, yeah. I feel like some shows like really try to make shit tense and like kind of fall flat. But this show like did it so well. It was like mm-hmm. movie level well. <laughs> there was yeah. a bunch of moments for me with Molly and Gus where like they would go off to do stuff. And I'm like, and it, the most tense moments for me were right after they had happy moments with each other. Yeah. Because I'm like, death flag. One of them's yeah. going to die. One of them is about to die. And then they didn't. But regardless, like, every time they I'm had a happy... I'm glad they didn't. Every time anyone had a happy moment, I was like, one of those people's going to die now. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's there that was go. where my tent stuff was from. That family, though, was so wholesome, man. Molly and Gus oh. and, and the daughter... Like, oh, so just good. watching Deal or No Deal, you know? They're just like, it's such a happy life. Like, they fuck, are. dude's they're finally so... a mailman. Dude's finally a mailman, bro. You got to feel happy <laughs> for him. Um, but I, I, I also, uh, fuck, what the fuck was I going to mention? Shit, go, go on, Will. I think you had another tense moment, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I thought of one. Uh, this is, I think it's more of like an honorable mention. I don't think it's actually one of the tensest moments, but it's also a kind of a, a side plot we haven't mentioned at all. Uh, when Malvo is sitting outside of Gus's house and Mal- and Gus's neighbor knocks on the window and he's like, neighborhood watch. Oh, God. Uh, and you just oh, think that yeah. he's going to get fucking murdered. Very you know? tense. Um, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, and I mean, and also ridiculous. like Malvo at the post office, like uh, that, it isn't really tense. It's just popped it up It was in my tense. Head. I thought it was That's tense like, interesting too. moment. The sure. Duluth, he's like, it's addressed to Duluth. And he's like, well, Duluth's a city, sir. <laughs> like, what's your name? Yeah. And he's like, Duluth. That's like a very uh, Anton Sugar moment, um, like flip a coin type shit. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. And then off of that, the two things I want to mention was what I what I was trying to remember was that the time skip felt like um, it should have been longer, right? It was only a year, but like so yeah. much happened. A lot. Like multiple in couples got married somehow. Um, Molly's already pregnant. <laughs> like yeah. it's just like. It's so much happens. They had like, a, they Malvo had a gets married somehow, and then so does Molly and Gus. It's just well, like, Malvo's yeah. engaged. And, and, yeah, and he's so engaged. Does, uh, oh, he's engaged. Sorry, but still. And then um, uh, Lester is also married. Like, yeah. It's like holy shit. How is that? Well, I seed... actually went. I I rewinded the episode. I was like, did I fucking read that wrong? Is it only one year? And I rewinded after I finished the episode. I rewinded all the way back to the middle of the episode where it said one year, and I was like, holy shit, it did say one year. Okay, I was right. Yeah, weird. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a little much, but I guess uh, Molly and Gus have had a honeymoon baby. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, not even because like. I mean, she's got to be like seven or eight months pregnant. Like she's got, yeah. she's very pregnant. <laughs> I mean, if they got married, like it's a whole year. That's twelve months. So, what they get married? They got married pretty fast. Three months after they got after they hung out. <laughs> Maybe you know. They're, just, I like, mean, they're perfect for each people, other. Yeah, and they, I mean they are, but like, who does that? <laughs> they did. Yeah, I guess. Fuck! Now I got to get married, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, I have, I have one more thing I want to mention. Unless we have more tense moments, we're talking about. No, uh, so. Well, the only other thing I wanted to mention too was that uh, going off of what you mentioned with the neighborhood watch guy, because I forgot about that, was that um, really bizarre to me. He like they like saw each other uh, in the window at like late at night, and yeah. then he just like came over with milk. 
That was weird. <laughs> they just drank milk together at night. It made me, it made it feel like a dream sequence. I was like, is this a fucking dream he's having? And then the guy's legit real. And it's just a thing that happened. <laughs> yeah. And also his wife, his, dis- his wife like flashes Gus with her lingerie. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird, also weird. You know? Forgot about that too. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really weird scenarios. Very um, strange. What was your thing, yeah. Trev? Um, Something that I really appreciate that happened that a lot of shows will sometimes overlook is Molly got her recognition that she deserves yeah. in the form of when Key and Peele show up and are looking at her board and Bill, right, Bill comes in yeah. Yeah. and it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't look at this. And they're like, no, you're an idiot. This yeah. is genius. Yeah. And I'm like... Yeah. They're like, she's a brilliant detective. <laughs> I yeah. just felt... So much euphoria in my like in my chest. I was like, "Yes, yeah. <laughs> I love moments like that where people get yeah. their 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 vindication and the proof comes out that no, they're the correct. They're correct. They're the oh, just I <laughs> loved that moment so much. I know. I, I can't agree. Believe, I just saw it in my notes and I was like, "Fuck yeah, that moment was so good." Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're sorry. Great. Okay, I had to bring that um, one up. I love that. No, moment so no. Much. I'm glad you did. All right, I think we should end. Um, we with, have to for Abby's yeah, sake. We're, yeah, we're getting too long. Um, just a yes or no. Did you think Malvo's death was satisfying? Yes. Yeah, it was more satisfying than Lester's. Okay. I cool. thought both were satisfying. I'll leave it at that because um, it could have been better, but I think Gus getting the kill was very good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I I feel like I I just gotta say like this is one of the best things that has been shown on this podcast so far, and like man, if you guys listen to this whole episode without watching the series, that's really unfortunate. You but, screwed yourself. Yeah. You fucked up. But but, <laughs> but, but goddamn. Please. But thank you for listening. Go watch. This, uh, please this rate show. us. Give us five stars. <laughs> please go watch the show. It was fantastic i wish i had watched it earlier uh i just loved it and i couldn't recommend it to people more um yeah i mean you really hit it out of the park well you really fucking this was a it. good one this was our a really feud good has one. officially uh been has ended <laughs> uh slash been delayed until the next time i show a horror movie hell yeah that sounds amazing yeah i had to come you know come uh, back strong uh, cool. Well, I'm glad you both enjoyed it. it's great looking forward to trevor's pick uh <laughs> next week you guys could probably guess at least what genre. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, All right, but yeah, cool. had a great right. time finally talking to you guys about it. Had an excellent time. Awesome, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you both. Glad All you right. enjoyed it. Uh, as always, thank you for listening to the Show Me Something podcast. Hope y'all stay safe. Wear a mask. See y'all soon. Bye. Peace. Peace.